One day, day we're my gonna friend. have to tell these these podcast people what what we're up to is our little side mm-hmm, mm-hmm. side now, slow project, but not yet, not yet. yet. No, nope, not secret, until not until we save the remains. planet. We have to save when the planet is saved. Then they can then they can know they can know what's next because it's gonna be crazy. What's next? It's gonna be crazy, is what we know. We know that we save the planet first, and then. All sorts of craziness ensues. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna sip my Green Plus coffee Please mug. Please do. It's all. It's it's crazy. This is. I I would say the next thing. I don't get people too excited. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely the oddest thing. It is. We've it's ever in, come up with, and that's saying something. It's odd, but it's my favorite. Oh, I love it. So it's much. my favorite. It might be my favorite thing that we've ever dreamed up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. But that's tomorrow. That's that's. Yeah, that's tomorrow. That's yeah. not today. That's not today. Or yesterday. It's today. Oh, it's, it's tomorrow. To, it's tomorrow. It's not. It's yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Today. My, today is the world. We got a planet to save. The planet Earth. And we're working on it. Yeah. We're working heavy, working hard. I, I like how I paused between the planet Earth, because I was I had to be like, oh, yeah, it's this one. It's not. We're not working on any other Too planets. late for Venus. Too late for Venus. Too late for Venus. Man. The, if you ever want to know, ladies and gentlemen, if you're ever curious what happens when the greenhouse gas effect goes... I read something about Bonkers. This. It's Venus. Take a look at Venus. Take a look at Venus. One of these days, I'm going to have to have... It's just a gassy planet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not. Oh, it's not a gassy no, planet. No, the crazy thing about... Yeah, Ven- that's right. No, that's right. Venus, anyway. oh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rock planet, but Venus is... Oh, my God. All right. This is the best part about when you um, when, you're, when your kids are involved in some activity, uh-huh. and you get to meet people you would never get to meet. One of... My one of my pals now, my good friends, uh, is is Jennifer Rocca, and she's she's one of the people who, like, she's like building, designing, building, and, and launching rovers and rocket ships. And oh, stuff that's for, awesome! For J- JPL. JPL. She's like wow. a like a like a top top dog over there, and, and oh, she's I love it. she's right, I and mean, she's brilliant. Mm-hmm. She was describing Venus for me, and she's like, when you land, when you land something on Venus, it's an hour of boredom because it falls from the sky goes into the atmosphere and the atmosphere is can be best described as hand sanitizer hand sanitizer that's what the atmosphere would that's feel like what the, an- the atmosphere would feel like hand oh, sanitizer goo. so then you you so then it basically like the ship has to kind of sink through the san- yeah. hand sanitizer yeah. to the to the ground it takes like an hour to get from the top all the way down to the surface at which point <laughs> they have three hours they put all of the best technology you can find on earth yeah to keep it from melting yeah and it's and it survives on the planet for three hours. That's how much what? time they, how much time they have to get data. To so basically, data. the air on Venus feels like New Orleans in July. Yes, <laughs> it's New Orleans in July. I love that city, but man, yeah. if you've ever been in there in the middle of the summer, it's, it's hand sanitizer. Not, it is hand sanitizer air. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> but on the on the surface of Venus, it's it's uh it is it is I think she said three and a half times hotter than boiling. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Hot. Whoa, kids. Hot enough, hot enough to melt all the metal hot, on, on hot, the... Hot, hot, uh, Venus. Yeah, on what they send down there. But isn't that fascinating? Yeah. That's why they and sing, I'm your Venus, I'm your fire, your yeah. desire. Yeah. Because it's, that's why. <laughs> because they're that's, talking about how hot, talking Venus, about how hot is. The Venus is. It has nothing to do with love or passion. <laughs> it's all about Venus. <laughs> uh, you wanna, do you want to know something that's kind of cool? Uh, this, is, this is a true story. Yeah, yeah. When I was born, the year I was born in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the night... That I arrived in the world, Venus was visible, 
in a certain way above the moon. Yeah. And they wrote about it in the Tulsa newspaper. Yeah. That it hadn't happened in that visual, the, the way that it had lined up. It was very specific. Yeah. Um, and they, so they named my, my name in really? the newspaper because I was born on this rare occasion. Isn't that kind of neat? So, so were- I was born uh, under love. I believe. That's what I believe, is that, that I was brought to this earth to love. Wow, Jacob. And not I be hand sanitizer air. I didn't know that you were famous. Uh, famous in Tulsa. That's fantastic. I'm actually not famous in Tulsa. I, I've got some good friends and family down there that, that might think the world of me, but I definitely didn't, I definitely didn't take off... Like most expected, I like, would like God. Like God planned when He had you born under Venus, right? Like when God had me written about in the Tulsa world. Well, it was unfair. I had no say in that. That's really putting a lot of pressure on an infant, right? Well, it to is. put me in the newspaper because of the of the planet Venus being visible. All I'm just... saying, Jacob, is you better crush it on the saving the planet thing oh. because God expects a lot. Oh my of God! You. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, yeah, I... pressure is on, buddy. Well, here's the plan. Pick it up. We save also, the world. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Save no, I said here's the plan. We save the world, and then it gets crazy after that. And then it's crazy after that. I want to make a quick, uh, quick disclaimer. Okay. If any of the of the data that was I don't want to make JPL or Jennifer Rocca look bad because I said three and a half times boiling or the whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if any of my facts are inaccurate because I was listening and then not good at listening, I apologize. Please don't anyone. What'd you just say? <laughs> and if my facts are right on and I remembered what she said correctly, then bully for me. Well, we'll, put, just, a, we'll put a disclaimer under the podcast that, that says, says uh, we don't know Noel, what we're talking Noel, about. Noel is going by memory and it's fuzzy and don't hold. Noel is not a rocket scientist. Don't hold just, rocket scientists who are legitimately smart and do know what they're talking about responsible for Noel's conversation. She's memory. listening to the show and she's, she's like, like, that's I, not what I, I said. I did not say that. Yeah, I'm pretty, the hand sanitizer part is definitely right. No. I think I'm not, I'm not so certain about the, the how much hotter it is, but it's a lot. Yeah. The point is it's a lot hotter. Well, I got I got it's to, hotter than you think. I was geeking out about it because I love space stuff so much. I wish we, you know, I wish that our, we can save the planet so we can the podcast can expand to other worlds. Because mm-hmm. like, let's fix Earth already so we can talk about interstellar space travel. Because right. that's like what I really want to get into. Do you know what? That's a, that's an environmental topic, though. Is it? We could totally talk about. Planets. Let's do one on that because I would love that. Yeah. But today, 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 we are going to talk about net zero communities. Net zero communities? Yeah. Do you know what that is? Wow. Yeah. Heck, I, what brought this topic up for uh, you today? Uh, Bio-Friendly Planet uh, magazine. The magazine? The magazine. Our, our, our magazine? magazine. Yeah. I saw the article and I was talking to Tara. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. I, I, I didn't know this was a thing at yeah. all. And I read a little bit about it. And uh, so, yeah, I oh, thought it would be a cool thing my. to talk about. Gosh, yes. yes. Tell me. Yeah. Let's go. Net zero communities. So net zero communities. I mean, you can kind of. Those are the communities that use free internet provided mm-hmm. by net zero. All you have to do is <laughs> sign up for the advertising and then the advertising goes up top yeah. and then it dials yeah. up for free. What you do is you have pop-up ads that run on your house. Uh-huh. And as long as you're doing that, the internet is free. The internet is it's free. It's provided by net zero, the fastest dial up in the galaxy. <laughs> this is such a dated joke. This tells you how old we are. There you're, used to be kids. Kids? We had a lot of kids listening. You, you're thinking of Netscape Navigator, aren't you? No. Do you remember Net Zero? No, I don't remember Net Zero. Oh, man. This is, is it so, like Coke Zero? This is how out of touch. I, I'm so out of touch, even Jacob doesn't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> when the internet started mm. back in the Stone Ages, in the 1900s, when mm-hmm. nobody was alive, right? Um, the, uh, the, they had, you know, you'd have to do dial-up internet, mm-hmm. right? And you get that from AOL or Earthlink or one of these other 
you know, companies right. that was out there. Right. And, uh, and, and you'd set it up like a fax line, which that's another word no kids know, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. you'd, you'd, hear it, you'd hear it go in and, yeah. and then up, off goes your modem and then you're... Lots of starts. noises in old yeah. technology. That was a big the, thing, noises. And fax f- machines, dial up, right. lots of sounds. And the phone line was unavailable while you were using the internet, by yep. the way. And back then you had a phone line in the house. Yeah, right. <laughs> this was the Stone Ages. Yeah. But uh, it, you had to pay for it. There was a monthly fee to get on the internet, right? Yeah. So Net Zero was a company that was around back then that said, "No, you don't have to pay for it. You just look at these ads. We'll put well, these banner really? ads. Really? So you were on serious? Of, I'm serious. Oh. This is a real company. Oh. Banner ads on top of your browser, and then below that, below yeah. the banner ads, you could see your browser is slightly squat, more, yeah, more yeah, squat than, yeah, than it was yeah. on, on your normal Netscape Navigator. Oh, I did not know. I never had Net Zero, but sounds. Like a, like a kind of good exchange, but I think I'd get annoyed by I that. I tried it yeah. because I was curious, even though we had dial-up at the house, yeah. fancy dial-up, and then I was like, wow, this is the worst. Yeah, yeah. Forget that. Once you, once you have good dial-up. You can't go back. can't go back. <laughs> so, no, Net Zero, not the old-school 90s uh, web service that you're referring to. Net Zero Communities, what are they? They are they, Net Zero Communities embody the concept of full sustainability. You can kind of infer from the title itself, Net Zero Community. So this is like a community of people that it's not just the house. It's actually the neighborhood. It's the whole gathering place of people. Um, they have better indoor air quality. They allow for self-sustained agriculture and emit no carbon emissions. So it's a really cool thing. And there's, there's a lot being developed right now. And within the past year, the number that has jumped from 2012 to where we are now is like remarkable. I think there were like a dozen in 2012. And then now we've got like 510 net zero communities. So it's really cool. The radness. Yeah. So, so here's this is straight from the uh, biofriendly planet. You you have to go check out the article. Qu- you got to quote the author. Yeah. Who, oh, sorry. This, this is one? by Holly Wells, and she oh, writes a nice. lot of really great Holly's stuff great. for us. Yes. Yeah. She writes a lot of a lot of great stuff. Thank you, Holly. Yeah. So, um, it's basically so each net zero neighborhood differs in its features, but they all share the same goal: creating healthier living spaces while preserving the environment. So. It's not just the the community once it functions. It's the building. It's yeah. the design. It's yeah. everything from all the uh, Energy Star compliant things that they have to do along the way. It's the de- designing the angles of the roof, the coloring so that the, the it's light colored so the sun, it's not absorbing too much heat. Right. So everything about the whole process has to kind of, uh, from, from start to finish, yeah. has to be part of the net zero okay. build. And so there's several. So yeah, here's the fact. In 2019, 580 zero energy building projects came underway. Um, This number is a tremendous leap from the 60 projects in 2012. I was wrong. Not 12 in 2012. 60. Um, Still. Still. Huge jump. Um, An understandable confusion. I mean, to ask you to remember more than one number at this moment, you have to remember 2012 and 60? Yeah. That's... And that's obscene. And net zero. That's a number two. And zero's in there. So my head is already bursting with information. There's just too many numbers, man. Look, man. Look, get, stop listening, everybody. Let's just, 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 <laughs> just, let's just, this one's a waste. This one's it. Let's just throw this away. It's just too much, it's too much complication for people to understand. Right. I'm sorry, carry on. No, you're fine. You're fine. So it's basically, so here's, there's several that are, that are well-known places. Yeah. Um, Utah is yeah. home to Living Zenith. Ooh. 
That's the name of that place. Do you not remember the oh God, Zenith I'm st- Television? I'm stuck in the different in the old days. Yeah. Zenith TV. Okay, you're being you're being a dad. You're being a dad I, right totally now. You're like, do dad. you remember Zenith? Do you remember TVs? Zenith TVs? You oh, had yeah. to walk up and and change the channel with your hand because there wasn't the controller. I actually think Zenith is still around. I oh. think that the I don't think that they're gone. I am sorry, Zenith. Yeah, but they're for... they're probably like right now listening and be like, oh, like, <laughs> we have we're still making flat screen TVs. We have. a 4K UHD <laughs> television I think available Zenith. at Best Buy today, you yeah. bastard. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I... Do I bleep that out? Yeah, probably. Okay. Probably. That's probably not a good... Not, not good. It's okay. Well, that's one of those, like, borderline words, right? Because it that's is. Because that's... that's it's a, on the that's edge. A, that's a thing. That's like a... Yeah. Yeah, a, it's an actual thing. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like uh, if you say bitch when you're talking about a female yeah. dog. Oh, thanks. I got two bleeps. Do I have to bleep that one out? Well. Yeah, you probably do. All right. Probably smart. Yeah, Noel's just going to keep them rolling on the net or like zero if, episode. Or, or no, like, no, no, no. I think we're good. We're good. We don't no, need like it. if you call someone a jack because oh, okay. you're talking about a donkey. All right. There we go. Did you have to bleep that one too? I think so. Okay. Well, those <laughs> no, are no, all. No. <laughs> I was like, please, no more. <laughs> He's just, each, each one he does it, I'm like, oh, that's another, uh, that's another 20 minutes of me finding the, the audio clip, putting a, <laughs> dropping a bleep over it. Technically, those are all, they are all safe things. words in the dictionary. They are. But let's are. bleep them because yeah. we already asked our parents to have to explain scrotum. Well, we, we, uh, we had so many. Let's bleep that too while we're at it. Well, and uh, actually, you want to know what's kind of neat? It's this huh. last week uh, we got tweeted at by somebody in Australia that we don't know, not yeah. a family member of yours, <laughs> um, just a complete stranger. And he recommended the podcast and he said, uh, clean and, and fun for the whole family. So oh, like he nice. recommended the fact that we were, cause like, you know, what I, was his name? Um, I don't, he, he goes by a, a handle. Um, handle. Yeah. So I'd have to look up the handle, that's, but, 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 okay. but I shouted him out. Yeah. I said, I said, thanks for checking us out and thanks for the shout out. And I retweeted his tweet at, so oh, that's nice. yeah, yeah. yeah that's so he, good. he recommended us and he, I think he embraced the fact that we were kind of clean fun for the whole family. Yeah. So I'm sorry. City of Zenith. That's okay. Utah. We love you. My bad. Utah is home to living Zenith, the first energy efficient community in the state. Hmm. Solar panels convert sunlight to power and transport it to energy store, storage systems for later use. Insulated exteriors prevent air from seeping out or coming in, while low-flow water fixtures support efficient management. So that was, I mean, these are things that you'd expect. Uh, So then there's another one called a tree at Eco Village. Tree? Tree. So you could say, I live in a tree house. For real. For reals? Yeah. It's a tree house? I actually don't know. It's just called tree. How rad would that be? I think that would be pretty rad. Yeah. I, I... I don't think I've ever shaken my love for tree houses as a even as a grown man. Don't. Yeah. Don't shake your love. Don't shake that tree. Keep it. Um, tree at Eco Village. This co-housing structure exists in Ithaca, New York, oh. and it's part of the Zero Energy Ready Project. Architects created it using passive house principles. I don't okay. know what that is. Passive, just passive a bunch of, house just principles. Just a bunch of, bunch of builders just like, mm, <laughs> I don't want to put this up. <laughs> Well, I'd, I'd like to add this here, but I, I don't want to do it in a way that would get in the way. I don't want to be aggressive about passive, it. Passive house, house principles. Passive house principles. Now, let's try, yeah. to, let's, try to, let's try to guess what that might be for a moment. So let's, let's imagine. So passive house principles. So you want, the, you want the house to not be impacting. Right. So you paint it brown so that it looks like... 
I don't know. Nature? No, I think Pat. I maybe m- maybe it's in the in the lawn. Maybe they've maybe they're they're making local landscapes. Yeah, and not using probably that. And maybe they're having like su- like the sewage turns back into. Yeah, and for some reason, I kept thinking to myself, water. passive meant like in the entire building of the house, they're not requiring as much. Um, like like big machines to put it all together. Like oh, they're not oh, using like forklifts and and cranes and all that stuff. It's just a bunch of leaning panels. <laughs> so they just kind of like you know roll them out okay. there and then they just lean this one here. It ends up being like a teepee basically. But like they're ju- it's just passive. That's kind of what came to my mind. It's that they they don't have a caterpillar loading in dirt. They're just kind of rolling out like walls and they're just like just leaning over there. It's a passive location. Every once in a while we have a podcast topic that neither one of us no enough is about. prepared to deal with. No. And then we just guess. Yeah. We just guess. I like think this is a, I think it's probably just doesn't these houses don't talk a lot. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we gave them all the answers, then how are they going to learn and dig the, deeper? How would they learn to learn. You got to learn to learn. This is like when you're in school. <laughs> this is like when you're in school and the teacher touches on just enough of the subject for you to barely pass. Right. You got to you got to inspire the kids to really take life and go, I want to know more about net zero. No, I'm going to, I'm going to educate more. I've yeah, got yeah. more coming. I've got okay, more coming. Okay. So, I do know like what I can, what I will get into a little bit and okay. we're done with this is we okay. have, we have a net zero building. Yes. I do in, want you to talk about in that. In Guzman, Mexico. Yes. I our, want our first ever zero waste net zero facility. I want you to talk about so it. Why don't you go ahead and talk and about some it right of now? that? Some of that is, is being, you know, it's, is is included in this. You'll have to ask them if they had passive house. Yeah, I just don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't. Either. Yeah, but that's that sounds. I mean, it sounds good. Yeah. Um, but but no, I mean, that, like it was it was everything based on what you're talking about. Like, what's the way to have the least amount of 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 energy being wasted? You want to know why I'm the, smiling? What? Because literally, right after that sentence, it explains what passive. T- Jacob. Read the article before you before you bring it on the podcast. What's gonna, you're not, I, what kind of professionalism? I gotta tell you, how stupid was I to assume that you had read the article before we started? <laughs> I actually did read the article. I just, just didn't forgot. Remember. I just forgot okay. that it explained. I did read it. So that's what Pete Holly my... is going to murder us. Yeah, she's like, she's well, going, thanks she's for reading my she's article. Like, oh, good. So I put all the information yeah. there. You made it seem like I didn't put all the information no. there. I read your article, Holly, and I read the whole thing. That's what it piqued my interest. But look, I've got a lot of numbers in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't be held accountable. She's I've got net zero. I've got 2012. I've got 2019. Uh, 580 houses and, and yeah. So anyway, can you imagine Holly's? She's listening to the podcast at home and she's like, Oh God, stop trying to just, just look, just look half an inch literally at the next sentence. (laughs) Well, here's your, here's your definition. Okay. So it says architects created it using passive house principles, period. This building method emphasizes energy efficiency and results in structures with the lowest electricity use possible. Okay, there you go. so you were right. Yes, our building in, in Guzman absolutely applied passive yeah. building. That's that's. It's just that he was explaining it to me in Spanish, and my yeah. Spanish isn't good enough. Yeah. But yes, that's exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Yes, in order, to, so you want to have the least amount of impact from your right. energy use in the environment in how you construct it. Right. Right. And that's like what angle is what angles are facing the sun? What angles are shaded? Uh, what's the roof made of? 
Right. Where are you putting your solar panels so they can absorb the heat where you have the heat? Yeah. Things like that. It's amazing. And and this was the one, this next location was, there was a lot of press around this one. Like if you Google eco, uh, net zero communities, mm-hmm. this one kind of rises to the top. It's in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And it's called, uh, so this K-A-U-P-U-N-I, Kalpuni. Ooh. Kalpuni. I don't know if I, I hope I'm saying that right. Kalpuni Village is the first zero energy neighborhood in t- Hawaii. This affordable housing district includes 19 single-family homes and one community center, all equipped with sustainable features. Each house has a solar PV, aquaponics. Yeah. Aquaponics, which I had to look that up. That's when you have a water uh, system that is, you can raise fish, yep. you can raise your garden and vegetables, and they're all and feeding each the other. the waste from the, fish, from the fish is used to raise the yes. plants, and then the plant waste is used to, or the plant, yes, yes to feed the fish. Yes. So, yeah, they go So they you go can have the fish, so especially in Hawaii, that has a, a large, you know, a lot of the diet is fish. We'll have Scott Henley come on the podcast. Yeah. And Scott Henley, well, he's that, this is what he does. Really? The people around, around the Pasadena, Altadena area have... Farms like they have, they have really, yeah, they have they have farms in their homes, awesome. and the farms are aquaponic. Aquaponics you'll, you'll, you'll raise tilapia, and you'll raise a garden at the same time, and then one feeds the other. It's a really cool thing he does. Yeah, yeah. So this is so a, we can totally get into this. Can we get an aquaponic? I want an aquaponic. Yeah, I, I mean we, we 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 I mean not in the building. Not we can't where do we, it here, but we could do it at home. But we could do it at home. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I just I just think it sounded really cool. They had all these diagrams and pictures, and so this was a big part. Of the Kalpuni Village is the aquaponics. Uh, they have low VOC finishes nice. and electric vehicle outlets. Um, so this says the community upholds the Hawaiian tradition of ahupua, which consists of receiving all necessities from the local ecosystem instead of commercial avenues. So everybody who lives in this village, by the way, were all native. Yeah. They were all selected by the, the Hawaiian state to like, you are the ones that are going to live here. Okay. And you have the opportunity to buy these homes. Um, each home was built for $300,000. Wow. And the normal home in Maui costs like 600000 That's a lot, yeah. yeah. And so, and each of these families were... Able to buy these homes for anywhere from two hundred and ten thousand to two hundred and eighty thousand, so wow. pretty pretty fair price for living in an environment like this. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. In Maui? I'd, I'd kill to have a place like that, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I thought it was really really cool. They they have every the, the aquaponics, the solar, the way the 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 ceilings are tilted. The yep. the so they have they have those photovoltaic. Mm-hmm. For the energy, then they have the solar to heat the water. Then they have so they have all these different types of technologies. It's just fascinating. I think it's really really cool. Right. Um, and then uh, yeah, I want I, I uh, you you basically covered the R facility, right? You basically said what we have. Or do you want to talk about it a little bit more? Well, no, it's just uh, like yeah. I'll throw in bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. You no, know, there's just a bunch of cool things about it. I like it when right? you throw in bits like, and pieces. Like like they're like they're. Um, the parking lot, right? Like a parking structure. <coughs> mm-hmm. So, as opposed to burning up your cars and creating a bunch of bunch of heat and having to turn on your air conditioner and waste more energy getting yeah. your cars cool, right? They put up a you know covers basically like so it's all covered parking except that the covered parking is all angled so that it faces the sun and they have solar That's panels awesome. on all of those so they are creating energy and using instead of having that energy get wasted and put in the car and then having to cool it off, you shade the cars and then that energy goes oh. into the building. <laughs> That's Things brilliant. Like that. Yeah, and and they um, they have a uh, they they're building a lake. Yeah, it's a cool it's a cool area. So so in that area we we have a um, yeah we're we're digging a hole basically, 
and uh, and and it's right by a mountainside, and so whenever it rains, there's a rainy season in that area. It's near near Guadalajara, Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, like the rain will come in the in the summertime, and then it'll just like flood down to the hills, and it's like the season for like a month where they get a bunch of it, and so all that can then be captured, held onto, and then they can use that water for for cooling for. Nice. Everything for for just the water for the facility for yeah. water for there's a there's like a, a farm outside of it. How they can about use that to, to help supply that? And yeah. It's neat. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. All right, can we? And get then a... we don't we don't uh, we don't have any plastic in the building. Nice. We don't have any. Uh, we we don't like if you're everything is in glasses that's washed. If you're going to have drinks or whatever, you know, right. water is obviously the preferred option. But you know, teas and everything else, it's all made. They get renewable options for everything that they use that goes in there. That's amazing. And they waste nothing. It's either recycled or it's composted. Uh, it's, it's rad. It's a really cool, it's like, it's, it's pretty incredible what you can do if you put your mind to it. And that's, you know, they're doing that as part of the, their, their commitment to the sustainable development goals with the United Nations. That's our, our Latin American operation. I love it. Yeah. It's really cool. You just quoted George McFly. Yeah. If you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. You're kidding me. Yeah. George I mean, McFly is, yeah, is a yeah. hero. Hero. Hero amongst yeah, that men. That guy punched out Biff Tannen. He sure get the girl. did. He yeah. sure did. Um, they dream of creating a net zero community in Fort Collins, Colorado, that would include a farm and school facilities. So that's, they're wanting to take, they're wanting to grow this idea beyond just a neighborhood, but like an actual whole town. Yeah. Farm, communities, school, everything. So. Yeah. That's a vision in Fort Collins. Um, so this is this is kind of where we're headed. And the, the, one of the things is I, you know, I do have to say on the other side of things, there are um, problems too with net zero. Oh, really? And so yeah, I wanted to be fair and balanced and say, you know, it sounds like this great idea, and why isn't everybody doing it? And why 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 isn't every community net zero? And you know, why can't this expand? And you know, there was an article that basically said, look, it's great. We're not saying it isn't great, but yeah. there's problems giving, uh, dependent on where you're located in the world. That sounds like us that they would yeah. say. That. Right. <laughs> no, sounds no, like, we're yeah. with it. We agree, yeah. but let's not forget let's that there's not problems. Forget there's problems. Yeah. And the problems being, you know, it's idyllic if you have a suburban area and there's, you know, no coverage blocking the sun, right? right from getting right. the solar panels charged. Yeah. But the moment you get into a city and you get into a big, you know, urban sprawl, you've got all sorts of challenges with the building itself and then if the building gets taller then you have the complexity of there's only so much solar that the top of a building can gather to power the floors below it so the higher you go the more difficulty it gets to do like we've talked about before with the solar not gathering enough energy in las vegas as an example they're working on these photovoltaic this photovoltaic Right. Paint. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, you can coat, you can coat glass, you can coat the building with, like, photovoltaic cells, essentially. Because in Las Vegas, the buildings are so tall, you can't open or close the windows. So, since they're closed anyways, you can essentially put a coating of this material all over it, and then they can have the entire building collect energy. Did we cover that in our Vegas episode, the the paint? No. We got to do that. We got to no. talk about the, we got to talk about the photovoltaic. We can totally get paint. into it. We should dig into I that. I can I could probably even get one of the cuz I talked to See this what's neat about this business is we get to go like when you're in the environmental space, you get to meet all these people who are also in the environmental space doing these yeah. really cool things. So yeah. we can probably get someone from that company to come on also and talk about it a little bit. Well, and next week we're going to be going to this big old conference. We're going to be meeting tons of folk 
in uh, different, you know, green stuff. I'm really excited about that because I'm excited to like make connections and be like, you guys need to come and talk about what you're doing on the show. Yeah. I think that'll be really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and it is, it is one of those communities where whenever I research our topic, by the way, yeah. I, um, I always make sure to check the date yeah. on the article because this is a rapidly growing and changing landscape. Right. And so if you read an article that's from 2015, that could have already been solved or there could have already been something that's uh, that's outdone it right. just in a couple of years. Yeah. You know, because it, sometimes you'll read something and you'll go, oh, well, they're saying this negative thing. And you go, oh, that's from 2008. Yeah. You know, that's not that's like, not an updated they source. They solved that six yeah, times. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, but this is, you know, th- this article is basically saying, it's great and ideal in, in those environments, but we need to factor in that it gets a little bit more complicated to get net zero um, when you're dealing with a big city area or high rises and whatnot. That's that's one of the challenges. But like you just said, with Vegas, they've already come up with this this solution. Yeah, I mean, my 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 default answer is is whenever whenever someone says something like that, even yeah. even with what we talked about last week with uh, with electric vehicles and batteries, my default answer isn't it's wrong. My default answer is okay, so let's develop something better. Let's yeah. let's figure out the answer. Yeah. And there are answers that would make a citywide net zero yeah. activity possible. Yeah. They really are. You, you yeah. just we, we just would need to look into the technology of it and be a little smarter about how we do that. Yeah. Of course the problem a lot with a lot of these things is when, when, when something is in place, and this is the biggest problem we have with, you know, with, with, with traditional fuels Yeah, is when you have an infrastructure that is powering a huge city or in the case of fuels, the world yeah. that's there, the, it takes time to deconstruct it and to yeah. get it, to get it, to get rid of it yeah, <laughs> and replace yeah, it with yeah, whatever's definitely. next, which doesn't mean you can't do it and doesn't mean you don't work on it. It's just, it makes it harder. So that like with a big city that's already there, it's a lot tougher than if you're going to decide, you know what, we're going to build the city of tomorrow. Right. And you just pick a spot somewhere and you build the city of tomorrow. You probably could build the city of tomorrow and have the thing be skyscrapers yeah. and the central park and all the rest of it. And it would be a net zero city. Yeah. But we, you know, converting something that exists into that will take time. Yeah. It'll take time. Yeah. So yeah, the the article itself that's that's what I was looking out for is that that um, it's not impossible to do. It's just and but I I like to see everyone kind of take upon themselves ways that they can you know change and adjust and and do things that are that are helping reduce their carbon footprint. Not all of us are able to put solar panels on our roofs or install electric vehicle charging ports, but at the end of the day, I think it's just this kind of one step at a time. And when you see a community like this do this. I hope it inspires contractors and building companies to kind of come out and be like, that's our whole specialty. You yeah. know, like if you're going to, if you're going to choose us to design your home, if you're going to choose us to do this build out on your home or, or expansion or whatever teardown, we're going to do it in the most eco-friendly way. Yeah. I hope that that it gives and rise those, those to companies that. do exist. Yeah. They're, they're already out there and yeah. you, and you can look for them if you're, if you're one of the lucky people. Yeah. They, <laughs> can, they can build, especially a in a city land. like this. Right. Yeah. Or, 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 is, or is tearing down their place or remodeling or whatever. Yeah. Definitely look for those options because yeah. those people are out there and you can do it. Yeah. You totally like there's, if you, if you plan from the beginning, you can, you can absolutely pull this off. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, it's funny you were saying that, like, how can we be self-responsible? My, my, uh, well, the Golden Globes were about a month ago or whatever. The yeah, it was ago. about a month ago. Yeah, and I the remember... The Grammys were just this past weekend, yeah. which I didn't watch at all. Right, right. Yeah. Um, when um, <clears throat> when uh, 
<laughs> Ricky Gervais was was giving everybody in Hollywood a hard time about uh, he was giving them the business. About, yeah, he was giving, giving them, them the business, business about, about having a you know about not about you know just grab your award and sit yeah. down and yeah. and, and shut up. And you yeah. know and 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 to some degree I can I kind of I can I can agree with that because you know you're you're there to you know you're there to watch yeah awards and beautiful people congratulate each other. Yeah. And yeah. I mean that's you know you, you so you don't necessarily I can see why you might not want a political statement at that moment, but I thought. That Joaquin Phoenix's little moment at the end there yeah, was, was great. Was awesome. I it was loved spot it. on because he wasn't saying the the you know all everybody sucks. Yeah, he wasn't saying you know you're you're yeah. all the the world is on fire. Yeah, we're not doing anything about it. That and, wasn't and the message. You're all stupid. It was. Yeah. It was everybody in this room can do better. Yes, everybody in this room can take more responsibility and, yeah. and you can do more. Yeah, and that's and that is to me. I was so stoked to hear that because I'm like that's a message that you can get behind. Yeah, because it's like don't don't sit here and, and yell at everybody else about why the world isn't working. Take responsibility. Yeah, be it was the good. be the be the solution. Yeah, and I was I was just I was stoked with that. And what you're talking about reminded me of that concept, and so I was gonna I'm go on, go on a rant for a minute about no, it. No, I think it's great. And that's and that's I think what we're trying to do at Biofriendly at the Biofriendly uh, podcast and Biofriendly Planet, right? Is 100%. to give, give people the tools that they can take some measure of responsibility themselves, because mm-hmm. that's how we fix it. If yeah. we all say I can fix the problem. If everybody on earth says I can fix the problem, yeah. then there will not be a problem. Well, and I just saw this really cool video that was shared with us about how people respond to the environmental message. And you saw it too, which is it's been proven like <laughs> psychologically in our brains that when you hear a message that's doom and gloom and depressing, you have the tendency to tune it out and you have the tendency to walk away and just feel completely immobilized and unable to do anything. Right, and find something that makes you feel better. Yeah, the human the <laughs> human nature it. in us biologically is just when you hear that, you kind of go like, oh, I don't want to do it. And, and they've been able to prove that. And so, you know, really, you guys already know because you listen to the show. And if you're new to the show, that is why we do things our way. And when we have to talk about you know, the Australian bushfires, and it is a sad and heavy topic, we still want, you know, when we had Steve come on the show, it was about what's going on, what caused some of these things. But we were also really, it was important for us to kind of feel a little bit of uplifting, like we're going to find our way through this. We're going to give uh, to these organizations. We're going to do what we can. It's a tragic situation, but we're, we're here to uplift and inspire. And, and there's going to be subjects that are going to be downers, but yeah. The goal is to to raise us up. Yeah, you know? and you look at what what people in Australia and across the world did do. Yes, like you know, oh, it's, it's there's, amazing. There's there's a there's there's a lot of of, uh, of complaining about how how the world is a mess and how could it happen and and, and all these yeah. all, all the problems of why it happened and what's wrong. That's that's all that's all true and that's yeah. all fair. And if you focus on that, then people are going to think there's there's a a there's an impossibly big problem. There's nothing to do. Yeah. But if you focus instead on it happened. And people were literally knitting, yeah, like knitting like like beds for koalas. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, right. right. You had you had people like who were who were going to the nth degree yeah. to try to help yeah. to do something to and make the damage less. And that's within all of us. Them. Yeah, and then we can do that. And yeah. that's 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 the story. Yeah, the story is that humanity came through and fought back. Yeah, together. Yeah. That's the story. Yeah, that's the story. So now we just need to convince the rest of the planet to just, uh, you know, take it a little serious one day at a time. And that's what we're here to do. Yeah. You can do something. Little bits help. Little things you do help. Yeah. I'm thinking going forward, by the way, where I've noticed in our new layout. Yes. We're talking to each other more. 
And not Cause, like the... Yeah, because yeah, in the olden days, in the early days. Yeah. So when we first started the show, we were facing each other. Oh, right? That was such a pain. That was such a pain. <laughs> no, it was great to talk to each other I mean, other it was that great way. for me. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah. But for you. Yeah, woof. cutting back and forth between two camera angles. Yeah. But then we, we angled, and the last space, we had a table in front of us, and we were facing forward. So even though... But now we're in this lounge setting where we're kind of mm. angled, we're kind of like... You know, we're relaxing a little bit yeah. more, and I feel co- more comfortable, and I find myself turning to talk to you more, yeah. and I realize that my microphone is angled this way, and I should be... So I think I'm going to adjust things, just so you know. Oh, so next week the next microphone's going to be moved again? I think the microphones are going to be moved a little bit more like over here so that we can talk to each other a little right, bit more. Right, Because this is kind of like a, you know, it's like a two-man show here. It's a dialogue. It's a dialogue. It's, it it's a conversation. But that's that's essentially it with the, the Net Zero um, communities thing, which I thought was awesome. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Do you think in these Net Zero communities that people will realize that walking across the street when there's traffic? Yeah. Is a bad idea because they can't hear the cars coming. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a very important note, kids. If you live in a net zero community, you will not hear any of those cars coming because they're all electric and they're yeah. super quiet. Yeah. So don't play in the streets. So don't play in the streets. That's just a that's a life lesson. It's a good general rule. That's a good, here's the here's the thing people don't realize is just because the person is supposed to stop. Yeah. And that most people would stop. In fact, I think everybody would stop for the most part. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean the person's going to stop. Yeah. So don't play in the streets, kids. Well, I, I and I'm going to say, have I said this on the show before? I was run over by a car playing in the streets. So, really? Yeah. So, I mean, I speak from experience. Yeah. I was absolutely run over by a car as a kid, and, and, and my, they broke my leg, and I was in a wheelchair, and it took a very long time to recover. So I speak from experience. I was definitely playing in the street. And this wow. was in a regular street with cars that were very noisy, and you could hear them coming, but uh, I obviously didn't. So I can't remember if I've told that on the podcast. Don't, this is literally episode forty-eight, so I might have. Don't play in the street, yeah, kids. And yeah. It, and you're do- and like, man. All right, I'm gonna tell a story. Okay, do it. One quick story. Why not? Totally unrelated to the environment at all, but yeah. a lesson yeah. for these net zero kids who are yeah. on the street. Lesson okay. to the net zero kids. <laughs> the net zero kids sounds like a good, you know, like a new alternative band, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're the net zero kids. Anyway, go an ahead. old friend of the family dr- drives a truck. Drove a truck. Um, yeah. He's he's retired now uh, in yeah. Australia, uh, and like the, you'd have these these streets that were the, you know in the middle of the night you'd have very few cars that were going along right, and right, right. seemed pretty safe. But these trucks would go on it, and um, there was a car that was just traveling, uh, you know, in the proper lane, right mm-hmm. where it's supposed to be, and he's following the, this car uh, in his truck, and there is a truck now oncoming in the distance. Long distance away, that is, he doesn't know if the guy was drunk, he doesn't know if the guy was on drugs, or he was just asleep, or whatever. Asleep at the wheel, yeah. And on cruise control and just whatever, but he was in the wrong lane. Yeah. So, so Ian, our our family friend, he's like, like, whoa, this is not not good. So he pulls to to the other, the wrong lane. Yeah. Also the wrong lane, because there's nobody out there. It's the middle of the night. Right, right. And then he's going, and the other car's sitting there in front of him, the small car, and it's honking at this truck. It's honking at him. Yeah. And so he starts honking at the car in front, like, get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's honking, and they're honking, and they're honking, and this truck's not moving. The car did not get out of the wrong, of the wrong, not, neither car. Neither car so budged. this car, where these people were in the right lane doing the right thing, because they were in the right lane, yeah. demolished. Yeah. Dead. Instantly. Jeez. By a truck. Because they didn't switch lanes 
Even though they were, yeah, so because they were, they, they were, were just so, so like, get out of my way. Like I am right. Instead of going right, They're like I'm yeah. right, you're wrong. You have to move. I'm not going to move. Yeah. Didn't matter that they would not survive the conflict. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So my point in this story, and and what the way he described it to the police when they went after, they said what happened, and he said it was suicide. Yeah. Like what Literally. do you mean? Like it was suicide. Yeah. They decided to drive into a truck that wasn't paying attention. Oh my god. Now, this is, scary. this is a heavy story, and yeah. I'm sorry to give yeah. a heavy story, no, but, the, okay. but the point of the story for the, the net zero kids out there yeah. is just because you're right, like if you're crossing the street yeah. and there's a car coming, it doesn't mean that the person in that car is awake right. and paying attention. Yeah. And whether or not you're right doesn't stop that car from being able to destroy you. Yeah. So stay out of the street. <laughs> and I would say, I would go above and beyond and say that your story was a metaphor for problems on the planet on the planet which is stay off the planet (laughs) no the planet (laughs) the problem is a lot of our conversations are a little bit too focused on who's right Mm -hmm. i'm right no i'm right no i'm right when really there's definitely somebody in the wrong lane coming at you and whether it's measurable or not I just think it's time for us to focus a little less on being right. Right. Where's the pivot? How Where, do we, how do we, how do we exactly. get out of the way of that truck so, so I we think, can survive? I think your story is the most apropos thing we've ever said on this podcast, which is too many of us are that car and going, no, I'm right, I'm right. And I'm saying that on both sides. Oh, yeah. the, the stubbornness and unwillingness to listen to other points of view is causing us to all just drive head on into trucks. Yes. So I'm telling you right wow. now that uh, it's less about being right and it's more about listening to the situation and environment around you and making the adjustments in order to survive. Jacob, so. I'm brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think as we wrap up the show, we have our new slogans. I think we've got Beacon. <laughs> We got Megafauna, and we got Jacob. I'm brilliant. <laughs> That's a good wrap up. For the show. Uh, I love taking. Uh, yeah. I love taking credit for you turning my story into a really, really great metaphor. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I thought I'm a genius. I think all along you knew it was the metaphor. You just wanted to give me a little bit of it. Of course I did. Of course you did. Of course I did. Well, this has been the Biofriendly Podcast. We are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Not just charismatic megafauna. And Jacob, I'm brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. Oh, I'm Jacob. Oh, oh I'm Noel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That was fun. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast.